Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com, to read some great articles from great writers all across the country, from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly Up Sports is the premier, not your average, website. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. The ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? It is Hector Flores back with another episode. One episode one thirty one. Um, this is gonna be, I feel like, a pretty short episode. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, there's no headlines. It'll actually just be recapping the Europa League final and the Liga MX final. So that's just gonna be that. Uh, for headlines, we are going to preview. The Europa Conference League final, just going to be that final that we're going to preview. Um, get it. I'll touch up with why is that. Um, announce our players of the week and give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. Have my closing thoughts, which isn't really going to be a closing thought. It's more so like a little housekeeping of like an update, kind of like a little update to how, what's going on with the, with the podcast, uh, specifically just, some schedule changes as far as with my life right now that is going to help <laughs> in some way. So um not trying to put out too much information, but uh, you'll, we'll get that once we get to near the end. But like I said, it's going to be probably a very short episode. Um Kind of going into like a little more, not necessarily quieting down because there is a big tournament coming up uh for the younger groups in my, my job. So, but I don't have to travel with them. So, um, but it's just obviously trying to prepare for that is is pretty important. So I'm just gonna put that out there. But uh, aside from that, man, um, yeah, so uh, things are kind of dwindling down uh, right now. So it's gonna ease up. But like I said, there's some changes going on with my schedule, and I'll get a little bit. I'll explain that a little bit further into the episode. But aside from that, like I said, man, this is really gonna be a quick one. Just recapping. Uh, some final, some cup finals, and and so so there's that. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with episode 131. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, Seat Geek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at Seat Geek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. 
Spring has sprung and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement. But this year, Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using code BELLYUP20 to get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, which means you'll have to show your face in the daylight again. So use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. The kit starts off with the Beard Hedger, a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of add-ons. It also comes with the titanium-coated T-blades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to a single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel-sized package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. So what are you waiting for? Save 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUP20 at manscaped.com. Focus on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game. All right, guys, before we get into the recaps for Liga Mekis, uh, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. We try to stay active on those social media platforms. Once again, on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. Uh, just to show you that we're active and trying to get some, some connections with you guys. Um, obviously, Players of the Week, the way we do it is we put out our players, me and Edwards players of the week, and then you guys go ahead and vote for who you who is your player of the week. So, opens up a lot of opportunity, opens up a big chance that it could be anybody's game for the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year award. Um, so, just so you know that. But so yeah, once again, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Insert Name FC. So we're gonna start off with the Liga Mekis, uh 2023 Clausura final, which finished with a 3-2 victory for Tigres. Against Chivas de Guadalajara in the first leg, it was a nil-nil draw. Tigres had 67% of the possession, and Tigres outshot Chivas 14 to seven. Both of them only having one shot on target. Um, I, I, I honestly always say when it comes to Liga MX, because the one little gripe that I do have is the fact that they do a two-leg final where I'm like just have the final, maybe do it either neutral side or. Or whoever is the higher seed, they get a home match or something like that. But um, hey, it's it's still cool. Um, I'm I'm happy when they do have like a first leg where it's either fairly close or it's a draw because the second leg does have like a lot of implications. Then whereas the the the, the Apertura final where you know Pachuca blew out Toluca and it wasn't even close, and then the second leg was also just not even close. So. I like it when they when it's like very competitive, uh, so it's not like a big lead. So I like when that happens, which this was the case that it did happen. Um, in the second leg, you know, it was a three-two. Went to extra time. Tigres had sixty-four percent of the possession, like I would expect a team with the quality of what Tigres is. I know that they came in and in coming out, going into reclassification, but this was a team you don't overlook, you don't underestimate because I mean, just look at who's on their team. But, uh, I mean, aside from that, man, I mean, I just think Tigres is well ran, a very well run team, in my opinion. And I mean, 64% of possession is what you expect. Um, Chivas, I mean, this is, 
even though they they do have a lot of success in League of Mechies, this is still fairly new to them because it's been quite some. It's been a while. Um, but Tigres ended up outshooting uh, Chivas twenty four to ten, nine to seven on targets. Um, the goals from Chivas were very early, coming in the eleven minute mark by Alvarado, and in twenty eighth minute by Guzman. So it looked like a very strong start for Chivas. You you thought that hey, they got this game. They you know. It wasn't. I I believe the final was in Chief, the the second leg was at, was in Guadalajara, so it was like all hands on deck, big lead, two goal lead. Like the, and you know what's funny is that like a lot of people say like the most dangerous lead to have in in soccer is a two 0 lead, and I, that's exactly what happened because Tigres going into the second half, it, it was the Tigres show at the sixty fifth minute there was a penalty. You know who's gonna score? Who's gonna go on a penalty? Of course, Andre Gignac, everyone's favorite Frenchman slash Mexican. He is now a Mexican citizen. Um, he gets on. You know, he gets his gets his goal off the spot. So in the 65th minute mark, and then in the 71st minute, not not even a lot of time into it, Sebastian Cordova goes in, puts the puts the game tire the the tie goal the tying goal in the back of the net. So now now it's a completely different ball game. They start battling out. Obviously, it got very competitive. It ended up having the extra time. And that is when, it, in the 110th minute mark, Pizarro scores the winner off a header. And Tigres have now won their eighth Liga Mekis title. Very fitting. I honestly will say, as an unbiased Liga Mekis fan, besides my, my, my affiliation to Toluca, I think that this was... Such a good game, such a great matchup. Applause to Chivas. I mean, I think that they they definitely battled through, but Tigres, it finally happened. I wish that they were able to do it with uh, with Piojo as their coach, but hey, it, you know they got it done. Um, I knew I I had a feeling that they were gonna win it. Um, the reclassification, like I mean, some people were gonna say that it was like, I think I, I think when it comes to Liga Mackey's. You just gotta get in the playoffs. I think you get in the playoffs, and then it's just anybody's ball game from there. Um, another league I met is where the first the first seed uh, didn't make it to the final. So, I mean, so placing doesn't really matter. I mean, at the end, at the end of the day, just if you find some form in the playoffs, that's really what all that matters. And and, and Tigres did that. Tigres did that. I I think besides this one, Toluca was probably like one of their harder matches, but uh, Chivas put put in a good battle for them. Uh, but winning their eighth uh Liga Mekis title, I don't think that that necessarily counts. Like overall, I think Liga Mekis. This was like in the early years of whatever the Mexican league was called. But at that time, I'm sure there's more trophies that Tigres has. But obviously, since Liga Mekis, I guess became a thing. Now they have eight trophies. But I do have a lot of friends that are Tigres fans, so. I'm sure they're very happy. I believe I, I believe some people actually did go to to go watch the final. So amazing experience nonetheless. One hell of a game. Congratulations to Tigres for winning the uh twenty twenty-three Clausura. Um and can't wait well now now they're now their objective is aimed towards League Cup. Um that's gonna be coming up this summer. Um and now let's go to the twenty twenty-three Europa League final. Literally finished. I mean, it's Wednesday, um, but literally finished. What a final! Uh, Sevilla beats Roma one-one, four-one in penalties. Just, I I feel like this 
you know, Champions League, you 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 definitely have to you know surpass this. I this was a very good matchup. Sevilla had sixty seven percent of the possession, which I expected. I expect this because this is we're talking about Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho is not possession oriented like that. So of course I figured Sevilla would have majority of the possession. Uh, Sevilla also outshot Roma nineteen to eleven, but Roma had more shots on target four to three. The Roma goal came from Edwards' favorite player, Paulo De Ball, in the thirty-fourth minute. Amazing goal! I love that goal. And unfortunately, the goal that came from Sevilla was actually in the fifty-fifth minute mark, an own goal by Mancini. So heartbreaking, very heartbreaking, especially um, because Roma had the lead. And the reason why the game gets tied is because of the fact that you ca- you cause uh, uh you cause the the tying goal. Um, they go to extra time, obviously stayed evened out. Go to pens, and I mean, it it was just clear. Uh, it was clear as day. Just like it was not even remotely close. Like this was going the way it was gonna go. Um, I'm gonna start with Roma, even though Roma kick second but because it only makes sense to do it like that so Cristante scores his his uh his goal and then Sevilla Ocampo scores his goal and Mancini misses so not only did you cause the own goal that got you guys into this predicament but you missed your penalty uh Lamella makes his penalty for Sevilla Ibanez comes in misses his penalty and then Sevilla Rakitic the captain puts in the back of the net um, and like I said, contextually, Sevilla was kicking first. I just did that just so you guys understood Roma situation. But the person to co- to come up to the penalty spot to sink in that fourth penalty was no one. No, it had it just had to be this person. It was Montiel. If you guys don't know who Montiel is, Montiel is the guy that scored the final penalty for Argentina to win the 2022 FIFA World Cup. So here comes Montiel to come in and score again the penalty that te- that gives Sevilla their seventh Europa League title. So that extends their record. They are leading everybody in Europa League in titles. Um, just what a sight for them. I mean, huge accomplishment. Sevilla has been the most dominant team in the Europa League. Take that for what you want. I don't know if how people feel about that, but... Hey, if you're in the tournament, you might as well win the whole damn thing. And that's what Sevilla has been doing seven times <laughs> in this tournament. So good for them. Um, you know, now they got another chance to go to Champions League. Another opportunity to go to the Champions League next season. Um, which, if you're looking at Roma, Roma not necessarily having the most ideal season in the Serie A. This was their best shot at making it to a Champions League spot. And... And and on uh, top of all things, Jose Mourinho suffers his first European final defeat. So this is the first time in a in a European final that Jose Mourinho lost. Um, there's a lot of rumors speculating with Jose Mourinho. I know the Portuguese national team is something that's been rumored with him. I know U.S. soccer. That's I don't think that's going to happen. But you know, so it's going to be interesting what happens with Jose Mourinho. Does he stay with Roma? Does he leave? Um, I do believe that he has one more year left on his contract with Roma, so maybe he honors that 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 contract, or maybe an opportunity opens up that he just he just can't miss out on. So 
Uh, congratulations to Sevilla for winning their seventh Europa League title. Um, you know what? I was going to take a break, but I, I'm looking at this now. I might as well just go right right into the Europa League Conference League final. So this is a preview for the Europa League Europa Conference League final. Um, it is going to be on Wednesday, uh, June 7th, just so you have some context there. Um, and it is Fiorentina versus West Ham United. So how they get here, Fiorentina's road to the final. They were runner-up in, in Group A. Uh, they end up going into the playoff where they had to face off against a third-place team from the Europa League. And that they got matched up with Braga, which they beat in the playoff. Um, they ended up beating uh, Sevaspor in the round of 16. They beat Lech in the quarterfinals and then beat Basel in the semifinals to make it to the final. Now, West Ham United has a little bit of a difference, a different pathway, which they won their group, which was Group B. So they didn't have to worry about a playoff. They went straight to the round of 16, which they beat AEK Larnaca in the round of 16. They beat Ghent in the quarterfinals and then beat AZ Alkmaar in the semifinals, which was a very controversial ending um, where AZ Alkmaar fans tried to attack the family members of West Ham United. Um, big, huge thing. I, I, I don't, don't remember why I didn't mention it in a, in a headline, but definitely not a great look for AZ Alkmaar fans in general, but that did happen. Um, but West Ham United, Fiorentina, I mean, Italy is now one zero and one in 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 the Euro, European Cup finals, so Fiorentina has an opportunity to get get a win in, in the get a get a trophy for Serie A. This is interesting. West Ham United. I don't know. Uh, I really haven't been keeping. I haven't really been keeping up with Fiorentina. I know they've been pretty decent this year. Um, West Ham. Obviously not the same team that they were last season, but I mean, still pretty well. Um, I'm gonna go with West Ham. I think West Ham is going to to win this one. Um, I just I don't I don't see it going anywhere else. So my pick is uh, West Ham United to win the Europa Conference League uh, this year, the second Europa Conference League winner. Um, and unfortunately, that means Italy will be 0-2 in in the European finals but hey who's to say maybe i'm wrong uh players of the week players of the week is brought to you by wow this, i'm just flying through this episode this is gonna be really, this is kind of disappointing that this is gonna be a pretty short episode uh but i mean it, it is what it is uh players of the week is brought to you by in the clutch in the clutch is a clothing apparel company um that has partnered with the player associations of major league soccer major league baseball uh national basketball association and much more they have these amazing designs. They are very comfortable. I have me, uh, I'm actually wearing it right now, my Jeremy Pena shirt. It is amazing. I love the material. Passes the fat boy test, quoted by Kelsey of Hilo Sports. Um, just, I love these shirts, man. And I love the fact that it is associated with the player associations uh, of the leagues that I mentioned. So if you guys want to go to intheclutch.com, use the code Insert name at checkout. You'll save yourself 10% off your purchase with the code insert name at checkout. So thank you to In The Clutch for being our presenting partner for our Players of the Week. Our Player of the Week for Edward is Sebastian Cordova, 
who scores a goal in Tigres 3-2 win against Chivas. Why do you pick Sebastian Cordova? Don't know. Didn't really ask him. But, I mean, he did contribute in the final. Um, he was a, a very important player for them this this uh, this this push. So, you know what? I'll give it to Edward. And um, my player of the week is Olivier Giroud, who scores the winner in AC Milan's 1-0 win against Juventus. So, congratulations to Sebastian Cordova and Olivier Giroud for being our players of the week. Once again, go to InTheClutch.com, use the code InsertName at checkout, and save yourself 10% off your purchase all right guys jesus christ this is gonna be a super short episode i'm very i'm very i'm very sorry if this episode is shorter than what you thought it was gonna be um that's what she said um games to watch for the mls we got the philadelphia union taking on uh montreal in league uh, we have nice versus leon um bundesliga is done but we do have the dfb pokal that needs to be played, which is RB Leipzig versus Antrank Frankfurt. I'm really excited about that. It's a different, <laughs> not what we usually see. It's not Bayern Munich. It's not Dortmund. So we'll see how that, 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 that matchup looks like. In the Serie A, we got Napoli versus Sampdoria. Um, I believe this is their last, last matches as well. In La Liga, this is the final, final weekend of matches. Real Madrid versus Athletic Bilbao. Uh, Real Sociedad versus Sevilla. Villarreal versus Atletico Madrid, and Celta Vigo versus Barcelona, who are the champions for this season. And English Premier League is done as well, um, but we do have the FA Cup final, Manchester United versus Manchester City. So be on the lookout for that one. That one's going to be crazy. Um, well... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, so... I guess we'll go right into it. Man, I cannot believe how short this episode's going to be. This is like, wow. Uh, this is bad, but fuck. Okay, I mean, whatever. Not whatever. I mean, just like, damn, this is really going to be a short episode. Uh, but <laughs> damn, I did not expect it to be this short. Um, <laughs> I just don't know what to do at this point. All right. Uh, Let's wrap this show. Let's wrap it up because that this is the episode. Um, all right, so housekeeping. Oh my god, I cannot believe how short this episode is going to be. Um, apologies in advance, but maybe I can make it up to you with this announcement. So it. So there has been some changes in my schedule and my job, which if you guys don't know, I'm I'm an equipment manager for the Houston Dynamo Academy, um, where I'm not working long hours anymore um they, they want to kind of get me to work get out of work at a reasonable time and not be there all day so normally for the podcast we will record episodes on monday with me and edward because that was the, the only day that would work for edward um and and because you know obviously with my with my work schedule wednesday was my only off day so i was only able to record on wednesdays and obviously edward wasn't going to be i mean we were always going to try to keep him involved same thing with spencer because i ended up having to i ended up editing and recording the episodes so it's been really just me the, this past couple since since i started working for the houston dynamo um but now that i'm more of a fixed schedule it does open me up for monday evenings to go back to recording with edward um so that is actually the announcement that edward will be back uh 
next week for episode 132. Uh, we'll, he'll be back with me, um, recording episodes again. Um, and, and I'm really excited personally just because, like, I do feel like the, the episodes do become more entertaining when it's not just one person talking and, and having the, you know, the, the banter between me and Edward, um, I think works well. But, so yeah, so, Next episode, Edward will be back. We will be talking, uh, which I'm really excited. It's uh, it'll be essentially a recap of all the leagues, um, preview, recap the Europa Conference League final, and then preview, uh, preview the Champions League, um, and then also kind of do some <laughs> uh, announce the singing bet. You know, obviously, if you guys remember. There's a singing bet that me, Edward, and Spencer are involved with, involving the teams that we support. And so, it, the seasons are over, so we'll announce announce the uh, the, the the winner and the, the loser. And obviously, if you guys remember, the loser of the singing bet for our end-of-year episode has to sing the intro, uh, the outro, and of course, the <laughs> has to sing before we do our Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year award. Um, so... So just so you know, that's what's gonna happen uh, next next week. I cannot believe how short this episode's gonna be. <laughs> oh man, Uh shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's not really much else I can do about that. But I'm really excited to have Edward back in the mix. Uh, I really miss having, it, especially like I guess how crazy Edward's schedule is now these days. Where you know, obviously working. Well, I mean, we're working just that that's both me and him. But the fact that he's also a father, a father of two boys, it's like it's hard for, you know, me and him to have like our our hangouts. So, you know, we we, we try to hang out when we can. And uh, like, weirdly enough, like recording the podcast became like our our way of getting to like talk to each other and catch up with each other. So it has it, really been like a huge. Uh, it's 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 been I really miss that word. I really do. Um, like, I mean, I love the guy. He's my brother. Um, you know, so I've known, I've, I've known him since I was four years old. So it's, it's definitely, it's definitely the hardest, one of the harder things when I don't really get to see him a lot. And, uh, and now I get, now we get to go back to doing it. I'm, I'm really excited. He's very excited to, to be able to get back into the mix. You know, uh, we'll, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how enthusiastic he is when he goes back to recording these episodes. But, um, yeah, I'm just excited to have my best friend back in the mix. Um, might try to add one more person to, uh, next week. Uh, you know, just, just get more banter into the mix, but we'll see how that goes. But, 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 um, yeah, we're gonna end this episode very shortly. I can't believe this is like 20 minutes, 20 minute long episode. Um, give a shout out to Belly Up, Net- the Belly Up Podcast Network, man. Check out their website, bellyupsports.com. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter at Belly Up Media and at Belly Up Sports. Um, yeah, man, they're it's just amazing. All the blogs that they have done on all sports, soccer, baseball, hockey, like right, especially right now, man, basketball and hockey, Stanley Cup, NBA Finals. Dude, you're missing out, man. If you don't watch those sports, go ahead and watch it because one, it's really cool that we're seeing just completely different teams in in the championship. So I, I think in general, right there, that's pretty cool. So, go ahead and check out bellyofsports.com. Read some great articles. They don't do just sports. I think they also do some mass singer uh, reviews if you're into that stuff. But they do pop culture as well. So, go, shout out to them. 
Also, shout out to Roosevelt Spencer. He makes the beats. He makes the intros and outros for these episodes. And, I mean, he's super talented. He is, you know, my other brother from from the Marine Corps. So, make sure you guys follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. If you guys need some beats done, go ahead and message him. He'll take good care of you. I promise you that. But, all right, man. <laughs> this is going to be a very short episode 131. Uh, catch, catch. Catch me and Edward next week for episode 132. I'm really excited to to actually be able to have Edward back into the mix. But but yeah, so catch us next week. Uh, take care, guys.